What's going on, everybody? It's D. Frank. I'm coming back at you once again. I know it's been a little bit of a while, but, man, I, I, I got a life outside of this. And uh, my main thing be keeping me tied up for long periods of time. Man, that, that road be eating me up. And then when I come back home, I still got other stuff I got to do. So y'all bear with me. But if, you, if y'all know me well enough, yet, y'all understand. So... Once again, I am coming back with a return guest. I got my good friend Ashley back up in the building. Hey, hey, hey. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for allowing me to come back. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you back. And all that hey, 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 I'm thinking about fat. You make me think about Fat Albert now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let me chill out. So, so yeah, it's been... Uh, it's been a it's been a minute since I I had her or had her or any guest on the show for that matter. Uh, when did you uh, last come back? Was it like in April? Or? Yeah, it was. It's been a few months ago. Yeah. So yeah, the, we all everybody know the world and changed a lot since then. Oh God, yes. You know, I, I think we just say I, I I might say my opinions for how I feel about what the craziness <laughs> going on with that for a whole another day because. That's a, that's a whole nother episode And and I know Ashley You didn't have a lot been going on for yourself too Right? I have, I have Since the last time I came Yeah, we're, we're gonna I think we're gonna touch on Some of her uh, ventures And uh, endeavors towards the end of this show But like right now We're gonna come at you today With a subject that's I feel like that's important Period No matter where you're from And we're going to talk about the importance of having a very good mentor, like, and, yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting here just thinking about it, like, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a lot to be, it's a lot that could be said about that. It is, it is. Um, me, personally, I think having a mentor in your life is very, very positive, um, and I can, I'm kind of doing a study on it now through my dissertation, but it's focusing more so on the aspect of female mentors having adolescent male mentees. Um, and a lot of times with me doing this process that I've been doing, because I have been helping with an all boys mentoring program for maybe almost 10 years. Um, it has been questions that have come up. Can she effectively mentor young men being that I'm a female? Right. Um, and it, it used to offend me. Um, quite naturally because I look at those boys as if they are my children and no matter if I am a male or a female I, my, I have their best interests at heart Right. Um, so that's where my study came from with my dissertation because we shouldn't focus so much on the gender but the action Right. because being a mentor is something positive anyway right right I can I can I can agree with that and then uh, how long have you been doing that study um it's I've been doing it for maybe a year and a half now um I'm at the beginning stages of it because if anyone knows about a dissertation you know if you get your doctorate degree you have to do all of this preliminary research to even make to try to make it even worth your while to do the study um, so I've been gathering a whole lot of different data from the past. We can't go past over five years. So from now, from current times to up to five years, they kind of try to correlate the aspect of is mentoring good? 
Uh-huh. It's uh, if can effect the mentoring be done by cross gender from a cross gender um, perspective? Is nonprofit organizations do they play a role? Do the fact that I'm a thirty something year old female um, mentoring adolescent males regarding responsible sexual health is that a difference? Would they be honest with me and talk to me about sex because I'm a female? Like it's a whole lot of parameters that are tied into this study. So it's just mentoring is all together is just very important to me. I can agree. It really is. And then not only with just that, and I would feel like as well, like with people our age, it's still important to have a mentor mentoree relationship with somebody because no matter what you do in life, it's already somebody that then came through and did right. it before you. And I'm pretty sure I done met a plenty of people that would say like, man, I'm going to teach, you know, if I can teach somebody, the you know the things that I know now that I didn't know when I first started then I felt like I did my job right 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 um that goes along with humility as well mm-hmm. um I got this mindset where I don't care how old I get I'm always gonna put myself on this platform where I can continuously grow because I feel like at this age now it's a lot of stuff I've been through it's a lot of stuff I learned it's a lot of stuff I know but it's also a lot of stuff I don't know and it's a lot of stuff I haven't been through um so I'm always in that mindset of being able to have nuggets um no matter even if it's from a little child because kids can tell you new things too as well um, people my age or older but I will say this and um, I say this as humble as possible because I was on a training yesterday and I, and I spoke about this too um, I would prefer to get criticism constructive criticism there you go, there you go. <laughs> from, from people that have actually been in my shoes because I don't want you I don't really take too well to people coming telling me you know I I'm not going to get to the point where I'm going to be smart or disrespectful or anything. I receive it, but I receive it better from people that have been in my shoes. So if you're telling me how I should write a book and you've never written a book before, I really don't understand how you're going to add your two cents in on how I need to write my book. That's right. And you pretty much said uh, pretty much said it in a PC way. My uncle pretty much said the same thing years ago when I was talking to him about something. So you're exactly right. And that not only goes with like writing a book, it's like no matter what you done did or what you're looking to do, whether it's buying a house, starting right. a business. Right. You know, those are just two things that just instantly popped in my mind that, you know, things that like every you know like people don't really you don't just really hear people just going out every day and doing and because we all know that some people like to use that you know criticism really just to just take a shot at you right the shade mm-hmm. <laughs> the shade but you know they say uh, experience is the best teacher so I want you to give me some experience knowledge versus some what do you think knowledge exactly I mean just because you think it in theory or whatnot, it's, right. Right. execution is two totally different things so exactly so yeah if you yeah, I, I feel just like you. And then, not only with constructive criticism, when it comes to that too, it's how you. I feel like as well as like how you deliver your message too, because I still would take with me. I have moments where even if you do give me constructive criticism, if I, if I can just sense that it's not coming from a place of like good intent, right, or it's just coming out just like rude and nasty, like 
then to me, like, I, I you know, I, I have to take it with a grain of salt. But, like, I would feel like, too, that you're kind of trying to use this as a way to, you know, throw shade. But that's just that's just me. I understand. That, and that kind of goes along with your uh, sense of discernment. Mm-hmm. You can you can tell when people are coming from a, a jealous place or um envious place because they will give you some nuggets they'll try to drop, drop nuggets think trying to make it seem like it's constructive criticism but it's actually shade and one thing that I don't like is when you know people try to make jokes and they try to laugh it off mm-hmm. as if it's jokes but it's not funny to me because <laughs> this is you know this is my life my right. livelihood so um, I don't take that lightly um, but going back to the mentoring aspect I'm always open to receive to be a mentor even at this age because like I said I don't know everything and I'm learning different things I'm going into different new ventures and new projects and I want somebody that can mentor me Um, but going back to the the aspect of of constructive criticism I need somebody that's not going to try to be in competition with me I want you to be like a teacher student type thing like I really need somebody that's going to stand the ground and be there for me and impart into me all of the knowledge that they can so I as well as younger um, individuals need mentors they're important that's that's very true that is very true because in reality I feel like this no matter what you what lane you're getting into it's more it's more than enough abundance for out here for everybody right and even with that the way even if if me and you were to get into the same you know like the same thing, we're gonna we're gonna probably deliver our product or whatever we're trying to put out there in a different way, but at the same time, it'll you know it'll still be good. You just have, you know at that point, it's just like a personal preference. But it's more than enough out here for everybody to be in their own lane and do their own thing, or even collaborate to make right. something even better. But you know, we got to start conditioning ourselves to get out of that. Uh, pretty much that crab in a uh, barrel mentality or just that negative hateful mentality when it comes to that right I agree um it's it's just just mentoring overall it's just um it's amazing to me because even going back to the the youth um there, there's research that says mentoring helps minimize substance abuse use, uh, truancy, um, violent behaviors. It increases graduation rates. Like it just goes on and on and on. And mentors are so so needed. And I will say this: mentors are good. Mentors are hard to find now because it's something that's free. Mm-hmm. Like it's a volunteer time, and you when you have real, real, real educated, real knowledgeable people, real successful people, they just, a lot of times don't have the time to be mentors. And like I said, mentor most mentoring is a free service. So um, when you're imparting and you're you're getting those people that you have to round up and you give that knowledge and drop those nuggets to, it's kind of hard to find somebody that's of quality because their their life is busy as well um so i really just charge people more so to try to find at least one person to impart into because like i said it doesn't matter 
what your uh, profession is, your specialty, you have something that you can tell somebody. And then going back to what you were saying about we all, we like they say, we all can eat. Like it's enough out here for everybody to eat. And this is my the example I always use. Me and another female can wear the exact same outfit with the exact same accessories and the exact same shoes. But that outfit is going to fit me differently versus the next person. And that all that is saying is your course and your purpose is different from another person. So I don't care if both of us write the exact same book with the exact same words. How we deliver is going to be different. How we market is going to be different. How we present it is going to going to be different. So there never needs to be room for envy, jealousy, none of that. Because your course has already been predestined for you. And when you live out your course and your purpose in life, you're better off. I believe. That's my opinion. Because everything flows more effectively for you. I can agree. I definitely agree with that. Because... It, it comes like you said it just comes down to it at that point it's like like you said it is how whatever is meant for you is gonna be for you and then it's like how you deliver it like you're gonna have your own style of how you right. deliver it versus the next person because you know it's, 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 at that point to me it comes down to individuality and mm-hmm. like you said what's really meant for you and yeah it's yeah, it comes down to that. And then since you mentioned when it comes to, you know, with the adolescents having, you know, positive mentors in their lives and, you know, it keeps like all the, you know, like with the crime and them falling mm-hmm. into, you know, victim into like drugs and things like that. If you, I was about to say, you know, when we was that age, if you sit back and think about it, because did you, well, I'll ask you this question too before I really get into that one. Like, did you have a mentor or anything like that when you was um, that age? Well, I can't really say I had um, a mentor. Like, I had, you know, my grandmother and my mom that was very inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe like a, 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 a in-law that was inspirational. But I, did, I just really can't say I had somebody outside of my family that just really invested in me like that. Gotcha. Because I was going to say, like, coming up, like, just out there in the country where I'm from, out there in and you know as soon as you said that I was thinking about just like some people that I know of you know probably growing up more or less like I could see that being true in some you know in some degree cause you know just because like most of us didn't really other than you know our parents and some of the, some of their parents weren't even around to really just to even guide them straight but like just seeing like a lot of people that that was right around my age man it, a lot of them was just running around doing pretty much whatever they whatever they wanted to do more or less so i, I, I do believe there is some positive a lot of positivity and a lot of good things that can come out of a good men you know having a good mentor especially at that age so. Um, I also believe that peer mentoring can work out too. Like if you have somebody that's your age, um, I feel like they can drop nuggets in and give you an imp- give you knowledge and impart as well because you know they might be on a whole nother level from you. Um, so it's not always just have to be about I'm older, you're younger versus you know. Mm-hmm. But in the mentoring aspect, there are peer mentors, and I used to work at a nonprofit organization. Um. Well, we had we had what what they call a youth advisory board, uh-huh. and what that was about was um, 
peers telling peers not to use drugs because a lot of times you might have youth that don't feel comfortable talking to adults and they would rather listen to their friends like kind of like peer pressure Uh but instead of them pressuring them to do things that are not good they're actually giving them knowledge and trying to give them tips on things that they should do in a better life or you know dangerous things to stay away from and you know for some from for some people that actually might work somebody talking to them that's closer to their age because they feel like they understand being that they're from the same generation Uh so I do believe in peer mentoring as well I can see that being the case too because you know at that age we're probably probably being all rebellious thing like ah oh, they 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 never been in that you know been down that road before this that and the third but you know when we get older that's when we realize like yeah it was absolutely right but that makes sense too because you feel a little bit more endeared and feel like you can trust somebody's words a little bit more especially if they're like closer to you whether right. it's um same same race or you know age whatever you know whatever it may be somebody that you can re- that you feel like you can relate to a lot more than just somebody that's telling you that right 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 I definitely agree because uh, there's a lot of words being swapped in the schools every day in the neighborhoods and in, in the different activity groups that they have like just anything that students or youth are a part of it's a lot of talking being done mm-hmm. um, between between them so why don't it should be some positive talking there because they gonna listen um, because those students like even going like and I had to even bring this up like stuff like suicide bullying all of that a lot of that stuff is it, sometimes it happens to, to teenagers off of words that are being said from their peers yeah. so how about we have some positivity going on from the words that are being said from the peers versus the negative, the peer pressuring and bullying and stuff. Exactly, because I mean, now, you know, sitting back since we're a little bit older and thinking about it, because like even when we was coming up, like we used to stay joke, mm-hmm. either stay getting joked on or stay joking on that one person. And it can, yeah, it can. Depending on how, how you are mentally, it can definitely damage somebody. So. It'll take a toll on you. Mm-hmm. It will. So, I, I can see the importance of that. I really can. Okay, yeah, I can definitely see the importance of that. And then, I'll just say, since we're, you know, since we just was talking about the, you know, adolescent side of it, let's just say, how you, you know, like, when it comes to being a mentor from... You know, just being an adult since you went down to, you know, starting your own business route and everything, too. So how did that play a factor to you? Um, First of all, it actually made me be more receptive to individuals asking me for help Mm -hmm. Um, because I've never really been a person where, you know, I know something and don't want to tell somebody. But by me having that mentoring mindset and being able to help children overall it makes me want to help other people like adults as well and I'm more the fact that I started my business and I had to grind to get all of the information that I needed and the things accomplished that I had to accomplish I'm more prone that mentoring in me I'm more prone to help other people get their stuff off the ground that's right I can pretty much attest to that same thing too because when I and I pretty much got out there and had to start my own bit, you know, start what I was doing. It's like you said, I it was little to mo- no information. I couldn't really, 
I didn't really have anybody that felt like that I can just really go to and ask for advice. And when I did, they would just give me some generic answer like, man, I'm, it ain't like I'm over here asking for your clientele. I'm asking you like, you know, just like about certain things like. I'm not trying to get the, you know, it's not right. like I'm trying to take your money away right. from you, man. I just, and then that'd be the kind of stuff that make you wonder, like, if you over here, you know, just, just walking around, you know, just walking around the question, like, did you, are you really what you say you are at this point? Right, right, right. So. I agree. It's, and I, the mentoring aspect to me wants to help so much. The helping people get their businesses up off the ground is actually one of my services in my LLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, from my LLC, but I'm I'm always doing it for free. <laughs> right. I'm I, always doing it for free. I understand that. And then, like when I went through what I went through, I ended up figuring out just about everything that I had needed to do pretty much on my own, at least to get it off the ground. And then it just it just made me feel like I never wanna if if anybody would have come to me and asked me to help them out when it comes to that and like point them in what direction they need to go, I'ma do it from this point because I I just I just know what it feels like just being stuck. Right, right, right. When it comes to, you know, trying to figure out what you need to do and what you need to get started. Right. And then the same time too, like I can I can kind of understand why some people actually charge you know for those services too because it's not easy man. I'm sure it ain't but at the same time I understand why because when you try to drop free game on certain people when they come up and ask you it don't seem like they ever take it because the prime example that made me think I can understand why people charge like that it was a story that Master P said was telling when he first got into the business he was trying to figure out how to get like around with, with distribu- distribution type thing. So I think Michael, you know, it, it ended up coming around to where he went to talk to Michael Jackson's lawyer about what he needed to do for it. And his lawyer charged him 25 grand for that information. And Matthew P came up with 25 grand and he dropped that information like, OK, you need to do this is the deal that he had. This is what you need to do to get, you know, what, what he had wanted out of it. So. I can I see both sides of it too. Yeah, but you know, a lot of times. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot of times. I'm gonna say sometimes, and this mm. is just my opinion. People will try to play people. Yes, yes, they will. And they'll try to get over like and this. But then we're talking about this because I, a young lady came to me earlier today, and she said she was well, she had already told me she wanted to start a nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. and I was telling her everything she needed to do, but she had never done it before. So she said, well, it's like God wants to charge me $2,000 to do all of the stuff you said. I said, $2,000? I looked at the breakdown. She He charged 1200 just to consult her. Mm-hmm. Just for her to tell her tell him what she needs was $1,200. See, stuff like that, that's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. And there's no different than, like, with, with me and the trucking stuff. So I've been helping a couple people get, you know, like, their authorities or whatever off the ground. And, you know, when I would go through, like, looking through, like, some of the services that some of those third-party companies would charge, I'm like, man, they, you know, they are charging, you know, they're going to take care of the cost or whatever, it, you know, like, for whatever service or permit or whatnot you need to get. And then also, they pretty much just charging double because, like, because mm-hmm. they'll charge for that. And then they'll put that extra, you know, pocket that extra, you know, if, if the service costs $300, they're going to put the extra three, four, five hundred dollars in their pocket. Oh, goodness. That's ridiculous. So, 
it's it, that subject is a double edged sword, double edged sword, pretty much. But it's it, but it's still good to at least have somebody, or if, if you know of somebody that's into what you're doing, to get a you know to get a second opinion before you do it. Uh-huh. If you know. If you if you have that option, right, right. sometimes it's just unfortunate that you just gotta, you know, pay to pay to play sometimes. But if you get in that position and learn, like, oh man, I didn't did this for that much, and I didn't, you know, knowing what I know now, that'll be a good thing for a mentor to put out there and say, like, hey, I went through this, and from future reference, you ain't ever, you know, like if you're thinking about doing this, that, and the third, you you can just cut the middleman out. And this is how you do this yourself, and you know you can keep that money and reinvest it in another way. That that is so true. I actually kind of got, like they say, got got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when I started, I got two two businesses, an LLC and a nonprofit. And when I started the first one, I, I literally had no knowledge of anything. I didn't know what a, I didn't even know what an EIN number was, but I knew I had to have it. Mm-hmm. But anybody that have started a business before, they know that an EIN is free. Mm-hmm. Yep. I paid three hundred and something dollars for my first one because a third I went through a third party company and didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Paid that much money just for somebody to come back and say, Ashley, you could have gotten that for free. Yep. You could have done it yourself and gotten it for free. And and it's not even a lot of information you have to put on the app. Yeah. So for the next when I started the next one, I knew to do it for free. So every time somebody tells me I want to come start a business, I say, Listen, that EIN is free. Don't mm-hmm. pay no one. Don't pay so, nobody to do that. Yeah, so that's just a small example of what you were talking about. Yeah, but you know, if you want to flip a negative into a positive, it's just you know, you just you, that's just the education. You know, you just paying for education. You learn how the game go. You really can't. You really shouldn't be too mad at yourself for that because when you don't know how the game go, that's a little bit different than now. Yeah. If you don't, you know, if you would indeed the same thing now, then I feel yeah. like you, you'd be crazy. But <laughs> yeah. it's, that's it's, true. It's, it's just how how you go about looking at stuff too. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, let me think. Let me think. Uh, I got a question for you. Um, when it comes to to mentor and uh, what was uh, I was about to say? What was one of the best things that a mentor of yours has ever taught you? Whether it came to business or anything like that um so i know when i said earlier i really didn't have a lot of mentors consistent mentors let me say that but i uh-huh. have had a lot of people impart into my life uh-huh. um and one of one of the things that I, if i had to pick out something right now that is like king for me um keep god first in everything you do and he will guide you and into all the paths that you need to go on. And I have really, and you know, I'm not trying to be like a Bible thumper or anything, but I, t- I really have to pray and talk to the Lord. Like, listen, you're going to have to let me know if this is something I'm supposed to do or not, because I don't have time in my life right now to be going down wrong roads. I need to be going down the right paths because I'm getting older. I need stuff to succeed. I'm tired of going. I'm tired of doing ventures that have failed because, um, you know, we're, we're human. So I have done a lot of stuff that has not worked. But I have done a lot of stuff to have. So now I I get the mind I got the mindset of I don't want to do nothing else that don't work. I need to do stuff that works because it's not about me. That's it's true. about me helping other people. So when I'm trying to help other people, I need the stuff that I'm doing to help them to actually help them versus me wasting time trying to start something and it fails, knowing I wasn't supposed to be doing it anyway. Right. And that goes into 
like with my books. I'm helping other people. Like this is supposed to be a healing process. So the more I wait to produce the book, the less t- the time is gonna take for you to heal. Like I'm holding up your healing. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that if I had to pick out something right now from a mentor, that's that's the number one thing because I need to be on the right path. I can agree. That's that's a good message. That's a really good one. And I would even say, you know, my parents instilled that that same thing into me. And then um, and then even my mentor, like the main one I, that I'm thinking about right now that I, you know, just got off the phone with when I was over here trying to get this equipment to do right because it ain't want to do right. But, yeah, he uh, that's one of the things I know for a fact that he'll instill, too. And then, you know, he was telling me, too, um, like. He just, uh, what? I'm trying to think of like how I want to word what he said, because he even said a lot of good things too. It was just like, you know, pretty much is, you know, got to keep God first and just, you know, just stay, you know, stay attentive what you what to what you're doing as well, and just, uh, and just, uh, you know, adjust everything accordingly. I, I love it. I love it. Because it was just like you said. Well. Like what you were saying with that, just making me think of a situation I was in. What two weeks ago from the day, like well, it was either it was more like a decision because I had took took something from uh, Michigan, was taking it to Amarillo, Texas, and like the wind and stuff had took because I had a machine on my trailer. Wind was just taking it, just just punched a hole through some brand new tarps that I had and everything, oh. and. And then it was just tearing through scraps and just it, was just, it was, it was just making my life a living hell at that point. And it was just like you said, I just had to get to a point and feel like, like, okay, like, just, I, I did, first I had to vent all that anger out and then just, I just came to God just like, thinking to myself, like, what do I need to do from there? And then just, and after that, I just started, you know, just making a decision of what I felt like I needed to do. And that's one of the things too. Like sometimes you just have to, you know, just make a de- you know, just talk to him, just get clarity to make a decision. Looking, you know, make a decision and just stick with it, and just go with it from there. No matter how sketchy it may be, because if you second guess it, in the end you're gonna, you know, you're just gonna be even in a worse situation than what you are. Right. And that situation I'll talk with that one. I just had to take the big part that that I had up off there. Because it was, if I wasn't careful, it was gonna blow up off the truck because it blew all my bungees off, and it would have just been a big bad mess. So it worked out for the best that I took that I was able to fix them and patch them up and get down the road, and my truck started riding better. And I called the guy that I was gonna deliver load to in Amarillo on that Sunday. I told him like the wind took the tarps, and I knew that they had like a very small chance of rain, and that machine couldn't get wet. So I was just gonna see if I could just drop it off like at their warehouse or something, just to keep it out of the, out of the weather. Okay. They just went on and unloaded me that night okay. when I got there, so it worked out better. Yeah. Um. I had, and then I didn't even have to, you know, get there. I didn't even have to unload Monday morning. I just was able to rest over that weekend, and that was the best case scenario. And the worst case would have worked out for me good too, because where I got to, it's um. It, they had a, tr- a tractor supply where I could have bought another tarp just to keep the water off of it because I was delivering four miles away. And then if I had to get up there and just do it myself, like overnight, just to protect it, then so be it. And then I know 
like just thinking about my mentor too he would pretty much say like you you know like when it comes down to it you got to make decisions too and mm-hmm. whatever you know decision you make you just you better be comfortable with stand behind stand behind it no matter how sketchy it may seem because it if you put you know put you know just put your trust and your faith in there mm-hmm. you know like everything and then look into what you need to do It'll work out in the end. In that situation, it worked out for the best. I was able to get some rest the next day and I had to wake up in the morning. I like that rest, man. Shoot. (laughs) It really ain't nothing like it, but I need to be, I need to do better about it. (laughs) Be comfortable with your decisions that you make. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know with me, I think just about, that's about all I could really think of right now. And I'll just let Ashley, um, go into more of her endeavors and you know like some of her ventures that she's been into lately she's been doing a lot since she last came up on the show so I'm gonna let her have it that I feel like I'm always doing a thousand things but I mean believe it or not I work better when I have a full schedule because I procrastinate really bad when I only have the one or two things to do and it, I know it don't make sense but that's just how it oh, is oh it makes sense <laughs> Um, but yes, I just had a new book come out, Reconnecting My Brokenness, Tips to Renew Your Mind, 180 Day a More Devotional. Now, with the books, it's a four-book series. I got a three-month that came out last year, six-month this year, and then my goal is to produce a book every July until the series is done. So I have a nine and a 12 to go. So it'll be a, a, a four-year total, four-year straight book total. So I don't want to skip any years. It's four straight years um and with the book it provides tips to help individuals renew their mind as well as scriptures that are tied to it i also have sections in there where you can journal um but i kind of did something different with this book uh the first book i kind of told a portion of my story um a broad portion of my story collectively and i did that because i wanted to give people something to think about now every other book after that I go specific into one topic now this topic of this one that I just um, published last month is about domestic violence every 20 days I provide individuals that are reading the book with tidbits on a domestic violence relationship I was a part of and at the end of the book I provide resources for individuals who have ever experienced domestic violence in their life before I also provide them with affirmations because it's nothing like you speaking into your own life um, whether you are Christian or whether it's religious or whether you just have your own personal beliefs speaking into your life makes things be plain and it makes them have become reality so at the end of the book that those those resources are helpful those affirmations will be helpful as well and it's nothing like telling your personal story because in my mind I feel like people can relate to me more and one thing I kind of got some pushback with you know from a family member she was just like are you sure you want to put that out there and I said of course I do because I feel like I've gone through situations and healed from those situations just to help other people Um, and I'm perfectly okay with that you know a lot of times I used to uh, be down depressed and asking the Lord like why me why did I have to go through all this stuff but I got it now like I had to overcome so I can help other people overcome as well so why shouldn't I tell, tell my story so that's um, the book that I just produced 
and put out and um, each book is going to have an incentive project from now on um, and the incentive project that I published put out with this this last copy was a song and it's called Amour um, and Amour means love in French and my book is the 180 day Amour devotional so the song is called Amour as well my book can be found um, the second edition can be found on my website theashleymonique.com and the first the first edition is on there as well um but the second edition i solely put just on my website i didn't put it on amazon it's not on walmart and barnes and noble like the first one i got it solely on my website and then my song is actually on all of the online major platforms your spotify your apple music itunes etc um, and then I also just had a drive through book signing and back to school event this past weekend. It was amazing. Loved it. It was very, very great. Um, and I also just got a grant from the Central Alabama Community Foundation. Just found out about that. So big ups to that. What we're doing with the grants. Um, the first one we got from them, we actually gave care packages to single mothers affected by COVID-19 and then provided socks to homeless shelters. What we're going to do with this one is we're going to provide cleaning supplies, your hand sanitizers, masks, all those things to different community organizations organizations and different shelters so when they're working with the public and people that are are in need they're staying healthy as well that's good that's that's real good i know they'll appreciate that that stuff especially with all these cleaning supplies being kind of scarce to find right about now that's that, that that part of it's crazy but that's a good thing to do and then uh yeah, because I, I I went to your drive drive driving book signing. I couldn't stay too long for the uh, back to school event because I had some stuff I had to take care of with my own own business stuff, and I'm still t- tired from that. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and then. Um, I know you've been doing some other things out in Atlanta too, right? Oh yeah, so I'm working with Power 108.9 it's called the G-Spot Talk Show and that um, doesn't stand for what people typically think G-Spot mm-hmm. stands for it stands for the girls spot um, and we talk about mental health, um, relationship specifics and inspirational, inspirational quotes and stuff on that show so I'm really enjoying that, we have a lot of um, guests that come do interviews with us and you know of course we do the music aspect but we do more so of the engaging and um we love it when the people come in and comment we go on live through uh the power on 8.9 facebook page and it's just it's just it's, it's a good thing and i'm also doing um an upcoming reality show power boss ladies of atlanta oh lord jesus <laughs> that sounds like it's gonna be something like an experience i don't even know what to say but lord jesus oh <laughs> hell that is all i can say about that well all right and then we'll leave it at that so that's about all we got for today so this is d frank and ashley monique and we're just here to remind you to just sit back uh take a deep breath and just remember to take everything one day at a time we out